Podsound School presents Content Heavy, the podcast that helps online business owners make better content and more money. Let's Heavy up. In this episode, we're going to share with you our social media trend predictions for 2023. There are a lot of exciting changes happening and many, many opportunities coming up. Yes, and we want to keep you informed. Mm -hmm. So let's get to it. Let's get to the episode. Hello, amigo, amigaso, Canting Jefe. Welcome to the Canting Jefe podcast, brought to you by the Pad Sound School. I'm Veronica. And I'm Studio Steve. This podcast is for you if you're a business owner or content creator trying to figure out content marketing and how to make money online. In each episode, we'll bring you inside the content creation world to help you make better content and more money. In this episode, we're going to be sharing with you something super exciting, which is the trend predictions for social media for 2023. We are content creators. We're in the world of content creation. And then we teach people the skills of how to create their own content. Uh, so this is a very exciting episode. I can't wait to get into. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Yes. So should we get to our the first prediction? What do you think the first uh, trend prediction is going to be? I think it's going to have something to do with uh, artificial intelligence. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, but that's coming. Oh, that's coming. So the okay. first uh, trend prediction in my list, and it doesn't, this isn't, uh, it's not organized by priority. Or, or I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, is, they're all is just, important yeah. and they're all happening right now. Yes. So the first one on my list is short video is here to stay. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I have some points here. Yes. Short video is definitely here to stay. Mm -hmm. Here you're talking about Instagram reels, vertical TikTok, videos, and, and YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. So vertical videos. They're here to stay for multiple reasons. Um, I think my points are probably the ones you're going to cover. Mm -hmm. But I think the big one is that people are starting to use TikTok and even Reels on Instagram mm -hmm. as search engines. Yes. And that I first found that out uh, during Christmas time when our son, Gen Z, was trying to figure out how to use this new virtual reality headset he got. Mm -hmm. Well, unlike his ancient millennial or geriatric millennial father <laughs> who would just who would just Google that, mm -hmm. right? He went to TikTok to find it out because he gets a much quicker response. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he actually gets probably a not only does he get a quicker response, but he gets a short video, which is what he needed. Yeah. In the first so, place. So and so and I do that too. Because mm -hmm. uh, something that we used to do our generation used to do is to go to Google and trying to find the answer on Google. Yeah. Well, the problem with Google is that it takes time for you to build your SEO and you don't get the the latest replies or answers to your questions. Yeah, and you, like you get, get these something regurgitated that has, blogs too. Yeah, regurgitated mm -hmm. blogs and you get the ads too. Yeah. So you have to scroll down and sometimes you don't even find the answer to to what you're looking for. But if you, I mean, I go to TikTok to find recipes. Yes. I go to TikTok to find uh, beauty products uh -huh. and to get a review of those beauty products, yes. like right there, thirty seconds, and I know everything there is to know about this product. A lot I, of a lot of what you just said there too, and I was uh, sorry to interrupt you was was the. What we're going to get into, I'm sure, is one of the we're things, gonna too. Get, so, we're going to get into. Yeah, we're going to cover. But is the importance of short vertical video and how it's being used at the top of your marketing, of your content marketing funnel. Uh -huh. So people can find you there and then they'll fall down that funnel 
to keep watching your uh, long format videos, listening to your podcast. Yes, yeah, so that's you could- how I find pod- podcast recommendations. That's how our, our our students and clients are being found yes, as and we speak. It's absolutely uh, known now within big marketing agencies that short content is kind of now a gateway to your longer form content. Mm-hmm. So a real rich content marketing strategy is going to have short content and those vertical videos as that gateway or as that top layer, the top rung of your funnel, which mm-hmm. I really like. So that's, I guess, a second reason mm-hmm. that short videos are here to say. So the first one is they're turning into search engines. Mm-hmm. The second one is that they're the top rung or the gateway, gateway content. And the third one, I think that you're mm-hmm. going to say, because we did discuss this outline a little bit, is YouTube Shorts is going to start monetizing. It's going to start monetizing. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that is coming this year. And we are experiencing like tremendous growth in our channels mm-hmm. because we've been posting YouTube Shorts. Yes. Bringing traffic to our long format videos bringing traffic to our channels. Yes. And that's that has been a, a strategy that we've been using with very, very good results. Yeah, and I would just to add on that before we move on to the second point is that the really powerful thing about YouTube Shorts is that YouTube Shorts will also, they work with your longer content on the platform. So it, it provides the perfect gateway because your long content, your long form content is actually on the same platform. Mm-hmm. You know, versus TikTok doesn't have those horizontal long videos on TikTok. And in addition to that, the suggestibility feature, the suggestibility algorithm on YouTube works with that way too. So people who watch, engage with, like, or enjoy your short content will also begin to be recommended your long form content. Mm-hmm. And that is big. That's big news in terms of content marketing. And two things before we move on, I've heard people saying, oh, well, uh, that's not ethical or is it, is it, it's breaking some kind of rule if you post the same vertical videos on the three different platforms, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And it's Mm -hmm. not, there are a lot, there are a lot of creators who are posting on multiple platforms, the same video. Um, I've, I have found the same videos on TikTok and on YouTube Shorts. So no, there's nothing wrong with you. You are the owner of your content and you can choose where to post it. You didn't sign an exclusivity uh, contract with any of the platforms. No, and actually on that topic, there's two little tips there. One thing that's more of a warning is just don't take the export from TikTok that has the TikTok watermark. watermark on it. Actually get the unique video and that's what you're uploading to each of the platforms. And then two, you can also record separate little intros or outros. If you're working with an editor, then your editor can also do like a different call to action. So it can be the same video, but Mm -hmm. you could say, remember to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube and just put that call to action on the back of any of the content that you're making. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's Mm -hmm. up to you. It's it's, it's your decision. And and uh, also what your audience will like to see from you. Yeah. And then the other thing is that you may be thinking, oh, no, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to create YouTube shorts. I don't want to I don't want to yeah. be on TikTok. There's no I'm way like, I'm making vertical videos. A, what, what would you say? Like, what would be a, a good way to make videos if you don't want to be on camera? Well, I think that uh, you've mentioned it before, too, is would be infographic videos, mm-hmm. infographical videos, you could call them, too. And that's just where you can use graphics, videos, sound effects, music and text to sort of inform your audience about what it is. Uh, anything that has to do with your niche or your market, you can find quotes, interesting um, tidbits, which works really well for that is little clips from podcast episodes. So trend number two, 
is the user-generated content is uh-huh. also trending right now. That's what I was getting to. I said, we're going to cover this a mm-hmm. little bit later. Yeah, the UGC is what the it's all UGC. about. The UGC. And the UGC, I think we already uh, posted an episode that talking about UGC, but we it's did. basically if you are a content creator and you have um, a following, mm-hmm. uh, then you can post videos or create content for companies uh, demonstrating their products, talking about their services, and things like that. Sometimes they will hire you to make content for their own platforms. Yeah. And that's uh, that's called user-generated content. And is really, really uh, trending right now because yes. it's a really, really good and I'm saying really, really a lot. I like Why am that. I saying really, really? I don't know. It's a really, really good day for you to be <laughs> saying really a lot. So from the point of view of uh, the content creator, it's very lucrative because mm-hmm. you can talk to brands and you can make content for them and then you get paid really well. Yes. Now there's been a switch where companies are investing more money in this kind of marketing because it's more effective and they're like getting away a little bit or getting away Um, I would say significantly from running ads on the social media platforms. Yeah. So for a long time, Facebook ads were like the bee's knees when it came to Mm -hmm. marketing and uh, big companies, especially bigger marketing agencies and companies were relying very heavily on Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Whereas they're not anymore because of all of the political things that have happened. Yeah. All of the legal, um, the legal problems that Facebook has had in the past few years, which because dramatically affected the targeting of the ads. Mm-hmm. So now the ads are more expensive and they're not as effective. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is, does it seem like just to me that it's becoming a little bit of a wasteland in a lot of ways? Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure out Facebook. <laughs> it does seem like it's just becoming increasingly sort of a frustration for a lot of users there. And people are looking elsewhere for lots of different reasons mm-hmm. to get off of Facebook. But we'll talk about Facebook later. The way later. that user-generated content, though, if you want to look is at the trends and why it's effective, is if you were to just rewind this episode a little bit when Veronica, in the previous point, was talking about how she finds her recipes yes. and how like every piece of furniture in our house comes from a TikTok or an mm-hmm. Instagram reel, right? Mm-hmm. How you find things that you wear, how to do your makeup. Yeah. Um, and then and kids and, and, and people of every age demographic mm-hmm. now are really, that's the best way to find information. Just think about it. Yeah. And the distrust, especially as you go down further in the younger generations, people are becoming more and more accustomed to not being advertised to and having the option to pay not to be advertised to, Mm -hmm. which myself, I could not be happier. Yeah, no, no, no. And so I will pay a subscription any day of of the year. (laughs) The ad free? Yeah, to not have to be... I'm so happy. I celebrate Mm -hmm. the death of ads or traditional advertising. And I think a lot of people do as well. And like, again, back to the whole... Uh, having Gen Z kids is really useful for us for, mm-hmm. in terms of what we do for our job because it gives us, for me, just to sit and TikTok for a while with my daughter and to see the way that she would act with any time. Oh, that's just an ad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even like considered to be real information. It's not a reliable source. Mm-hmm. Why would you trust it? It's just an advertisement. Yeah, they're trying to sell you something. Yeah, so, so the big corporations, mm-hmm. the marketing agencies, and then... People like you and me, entrepreneurs, uh, content creators, yeah. content marketers, we understand the power that we now have in our hands yeah. because advertisement agencies are looking to mm-hmm. us yeah. to provide all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, ha- it has happened to me in the home decor kind of a thing that I'm getting into because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just like to change things in the house and we went to, through a home renovation. So what uh, people do is like they go to TikTok and then they find influencers in that niche 
and then they uh, watch their videos and then they go to the link in bio and they see what they have listed on their Amazon affiliate or Amazon associate accounts. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can buy the products or that the they're using. LTK or, or th yeah, like to know it. Like to know it. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So that one isn't, it, it's another one that you can see in their house how it looks in the product looks in their house. Yeah. Or how, how the, the makeup looks on, on their face. And even so, though you know, as the person, as the consumer of the content, you know they're getting paid for that, mm -hmm. but you've already developed this no like trust thing with them as your influencer of choice mm -hmm. and you know because of the integrity that they display or whatever it is probably just because you like them mm -hmm. you know that they or you hope that they're gonna uh, recommend something to you that they something enjoy something that they enjoy and, and that, that they, they really actually like. would use so yeah. it's really powerful if you're a content creator just get on it mm -hmm. you know because it's, it's very lucrative and it's just a way that you and can yet another reason to hop on the content marketing train and mm -hmm. to just get started with making content one mm -hmm. way or another like i said it doesn't have to be in front of a camera yeah well let's move on to number three let's do trend number i feel like three. that was a little over the top <laughs> like maybe I was too excited about number three. So trend number three, podcasting is here to stay. Ooh, I like. And we're this a little one. biased when it comes to podcasting. Obviously, yes, because um, that's we're podcast coaches. We're podcast coaches, but yeah. I think it's just the need for that longer format content, yeah. where you can really uh, deepen relationships with your audience, mm -hmm. people who want to know you, who want to get to know your business, that they can just go there and listen to you and listen to what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. There are there's so much that you can show on a 30 second video, then that that's why it's advisable for you if you have if you're not doing it already is to have a longer format uh, media that you are making for as part of your content strategy. Yeah. And one of the things that I was listening to on an episode where one of my favorite coaches that I forgot her name. <laughs> All right. Mel Robbins, mm. how can I, I'm sorry, Mel. <laughs> so she is, she has been a life coach like for many, many years now, I would say like uh, close to 10 years. Yep. And she just launched her podcast and I was listening to an interview and they were asking her like, why starting a podcast right now? And she was saying like, she was sharing the same reason is because there's so much that she can share on her social media with her podcast. She brings people into her world, into her world behind the scenes. And she knows that she's able, able to reach her audience at places where other type of media can reach them. Like for example, when you're cleaning your house, like you're just listening to a podcast yeah. or when you're on the move and you, you can't be uh, on glued to your phone. Mm -hmm. So that's why we think that podcasting is one of the, the things that is going to be like really, really hot this year. Yes, yes, there's huge. And also uh, there, I think, is a tendency where people are feeling overscrolled. Yeah, The scrolling is becoming, It's I think that's one of my predictions inside of this is that we kind of want to get away from the scrolling. And with podcast episodes, much like audiobooks, they're kind of in a similar place. It's just a different type of thing that you don't feel so guilty about. Mm -hmm. You feel more enriched. And you do, like Veronica said, get that behind the scenes sort of close relationship with the people you're following. Mm -hmm. Another reason, though, is to just look at where the money's at mm -hmm. and look at all the money that big corporations are pouring into podcasting. Mm -hmm. And if you look at sort of these tech companies and everything that and advertisement firms, and also if you look at the Edison research reports mm -hmm. that are put out all the time every year, really cool reports. We're going to leave a link in the description of this episode uh, for the most recent edi Edison research. Really cool insights as far as listener behavior, listener activity, but some of the most important insights there, again, 
back to money are how people respond to advertisements mm-hmm. they hear on podcasts and how it is becoming known as one of the most effective ways to sell stuff to people. Mm-hmm. Again, because of the no like trust factor probably. But when a podcast host suggests something to their listeners, their listeners always buy it. Mm-hmm. Like the And it's just very powerful for so many different reasons. And I think it will always stand as this staple for years and years to years to to come. Mm-hmm. This audio content um, that can be enriched and enlivened even by video content. And then we're going to get into that at the end too for mm-hmm. our last point. But I do have to say the other reason that podcasting is here to stay in terms of content creators and people who are interested in content marketing is that it's such a cool thing to repurpose from. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about vertical videos, you remember I, I mentioned in the first point that one way you can do ver- vertical videos without showing your face would be to repurpose podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. So long form content is a great place to start with your content strategy. And we talked about that in so many episodes. I won't go too deep into it here. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about that. Oh, we are. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. it. Let's move on to point number four or prediction number four. Prediction number four is um, gated content. Ooh. Gated content is becoming more and more popular. And by and that, you could also say content behind, behind a paywall. Behind a paywall, yes. Mm-hmm. Content, I think we're all realizing services. at this point, let's like just say it, that every time you uh, get into a Facebook community for free, you know that you're not going to be getting uh, the best value. value you're going to get them. spammed. You're, yeah, you're going to get spammed by a lot of people. There are uh, many, many... Uh, Facebook groups that are being put on pause or abandoned or, or retired. You're allowed to retire your Facebook. Yeah, group. you're allowed to retire your Facebook group. We have a Facebook group that you, we stop being active on on that Facebook mm-hmm. group because you know there's just like so many uh, things that I don't like about Facebook. But one of the things is that you post something on your Facebook community and only three people get to see your post even though you have a thousand even people no you have like we mm-hmm. close we have close to two thousand people uh so it requires a lot of attention a lot of engagement uh-huh. and it's just not worth your while when you are putting so much into something that is just not paying off yeah and to elaborate on that people don't mind putting skin in the game because they know they're going to get more out of it so yeah. if it's five dollars a month uh, it, it's not just about supporting the creator anymore. It's mm-hmm. actually a way to get the attention that you want to actually go find communities and different places somewhere, or even more importantly, to have ad-free content. Ad-free content. So yeah. that's another way that creators are continuing to monetize off their content, have a steady stream of income coming in off their content that they make as part of their overall content marketing strategy mm-hmm. is paid content being behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. And it's really valuable it's really cool yeah i think what you say is just like so uh spot on because if i had to decide between joining a community that i don't have to pay anything to get into that community and another community that i have to pay to get into like i know that the people who are there are really interested and and they are they going also to be participating to be there uh-huh and that the value that is provided in that community is more something that I'm looking for instead of a free community. A lot of the communities that I was trying to um, go and participate because I'm not on Facebook a lot, but Uh we were trying to um, find new people, recruit new people for our team. Uh So I went on those communities and they were uh, deserted. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they were abandoned. Or some of them, if you want to 
be part of our community, go here. So I will click on the link and it will be a paid community. Yeah. And that's really cool. I think that is also a trend in this. I don't think this is one of our six trends, but I think mm -hmm. you're going to see a big rise of more community platforms like Mighty Networks. Mm -hmm. And you've probably already looked at, where do I go for a community? Mighty Networks is one of them. That's also the reasoning, I think, behind Kajabi sort of coming out with a new community update that we have on our task list to look at and to get excited about. I have high hopes. Mm -hmm. I know I was pretty let down by Kajabi's first community thing that they did. Uh, I know that was yeah. kind of a joke. Yeah. But I mean, I know that new technologies are hard or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anything bad about it. It was great. Yeah. Their, their mind's in the right place. Mm -hmm. But you see a lot of need for that and a lot of desire for that. I think people are look, they are still going to need that connection, but now people want more of a connection that cuts to the chase a little quicker. Mm -hmm. Like what's in it for me? Like, how can I get more out of this community? Mm -hmm. It's not for the same reasoning behind why we used to join Facebook communities. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and when you give your stuff for free, you get a lot of looky-loos, people who are not uh, really interested. Mm -hmm. So that way you can filter or you can bring those people who are in your free communities into mm -hmm. a paid membership. And those those people who sign up for your paid membership, you know that they're highly interested, that they're receptive to what you have to share, that yeah. they want to learn from you and that uh, those people will give you their testimonial when mm -hmm. you take them to where they want to go with you. So that's the kind of people that you want to have instead of having a Facebook group that has 20,000 members. And every time you post something, maybe like 200 people comment about it. So those 200 souls from Facebook, let's just get those souls out of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and put them in a more... <laughs> put them yeah, and something they wouldn't mind. And so there's lots of things you could do for that, for mm -hmm. your own content, for your own business, for your own journey. And you could have masterminds, you could have uh, exclusive content, mm -hmm. you could actually decide to get into video, but only show video to people who are part of your content. The other reason that uh, we know to finish this off before we move on to our fifth prediction that this is also a trend is because of what you see with the delegation thing that Apple is mm -hmm. now doing with podcasts oh, and yeah. how all the podcast hosts are now getting involved in that. Mm -hmm. So you have RSS and Buzzsprout both uh, now are going to be able to, or very soon, depending on when you're watching or listening to this episode, are are going to be able to offer subscription paid content directly from your podcast host. Mm -hmm. So that's another way to kind of make these predictions is look at what businesses and technology and uh, people are doing. And that's mm -hmm. definitely a trend is yeah. that we're going to see more So don't more give more. yourself completely for free. Yes. People want to pay for your platinum level. Yes. And I think for your we're, we're going to see that trend continue to move forward and continue to become more and more paid, less and less ad. And looking at people, each individual has a value that you, mm -hmm. you understand people's value from now on. And that's going to be kind of a web three thing as we're moving forward, because it's all about us developing our own property, our own intellectual property and assets just by our individual selves mm -hmm. and owning that for ourselves. That's kind of the idea and some of the, the underlying themes of web three. And so it's very much, we're going to become more and more used to the idea of just giving people some subscription money every month or paying mm -hmm. for the content that we consume yeah. as the creator economy moves forward. Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure it out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcasts. Podcasting. 
It's our first coaching program where we, the Pod Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcast and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. Okay, our trend prediction number five. Number five. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. That's artificial intelligence. I knew this would be on there. Goes mainstream. Yes. And when we talk about artificial intelligence or AI, mm-hmm. is um, I'm going to be talking about two different tools. Okay. Uh, one is to create content, and there are um, two tools that I'm going to be recommending mm-hmm. for that. And the other one is uh, kind of like interactions with your audience via artificial intelligence. Yes. So the first one is Simplified and Jasper. Ooh. Jasper is a new one that I'm really excited to try. And basically it's just this really cool app, this really cool tool that it helps you create copy. It can help you create uh, YouTube scripts. Uh-huh. It can help you create a blog post. Sales copy. Sales copy. Emails. I mean, you name it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's wonderful. Taglines. So what you do is that you type your idea. Sometimes you have to type a paragraph, but it can be just a few sentences of what you want to say. And then just gives you different ways that you can write that sentence in yeah. the format that you need it. And that is so helpful. In the format and in the tone. In the t- Yeah, the tone that you need it. If it's formal or informal or casual, casual or lighthearted or, light-hearted. or humorous. Or, yeah, so that's one of incredible. the things that's been helping me a lot. I've been using Simplified and mm-hmm. I have a very dry kind of legally legal background legal background matter of fact matter of fact kind of writing that nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to read so when you write sales copy when you write judges um, want to read it judges want to read it yeah mm-hmm. but people on social media they don't want to read that, that mm-hmm. kind of copy or it, when i send emails also to our email subscribers i just want to talk more lively and i just want to be perceived as you know my personality instead of being boring. Yeah. And this is helping me a lot. And also because English is my second language. Uh-huh. So sometimes I have to uh, come to Steven and ask him, like, well, how do I sound cool? I've forgotten. And he's not cool. No. So, <laughs> so that's why this tool Simplified is been saving my life. And I'm going to try it, uh, Jasper too. Yeah. And the other one that we're going to be trying later this year is Manny Chats. Uh-huh. Money chats you can use uh, with Instagram, Facebook, and I think there's another one. I think it's WhatsApp. Yeah. And uh, you can set it up in a way that every time somebody sends you a DM um, asking you a question or um, you're trying to sell something on those platforms, 
then you have a series of responses and actions that people can take so they can access your freebie, so they can access your uh, maybe your live webinar or mm -hmm. your pre-recorded webinar so they can get information out of you or how to book uh, an, an, an appointment with you yes. or a sales call with you. Yeah, or capture uh, lead capture. You can get their email address. You can get more information mm -hmm. from them. So you can sign up for money chats um, yourself or there are companies that will um, make a whole funnel using money chats. Yes. So people have a really good user experience uh -huh. and that uh, inquiry turns into a sale. And let me tell you, like, I was very skeptical because I don't like, I know that this is AI. I know this, this it's isn't a person, yeah. mm -hmm. but you can make it in a way. So it's, it's still effective uh -huh. and it still um, turns into sales and, and give people certain responses like in our case, we get a lot of repetitive questions and yes, in inquiries. All the, all the time. So if we have the answers for those and it's quickly, instead of them waiting for us to type the response, yeah, I think that will just solve their problem. Uh -huh. And 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 all of this is really cool because when when you're talking about AI, you could also kind of lump into that automations as well. Mm -hmm. And you could look at okay, well, this could be my year for AI. This could be the way that I'm going to start automating tasks. And yeah. Something that we're working on a lot right now is segmenting our audience and is is like more appropriately batching our leads that we capture and trying to build a system with where those automations go and, and what sequ email sequences they should be in. But how cool is it to now be able to have similar style sales funnels going on mm -hmm. and lead nourishing going on within the DMs of Instagram? Within the DMs of Instagram, yeah. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very exciting. And then we won't spend too much time here because we should probably just have a whole episode all about bots. Yeah. But there are so many bots going on right now mm -hmm. and it's it's just insane. And there's some other big ones uh let us know in the comments where or in a comment where you're listening or where you're watching this podcast uh what your bots or what your ai you might be most excited about mm -hmm. uh so that we can cover that on a future episode do a whole ai episode yeah but let's move on to the last one on our prediction the list. last one is number six. number six is having a content strategy that involves youtube podcast and short videos for TikTok, Instagram Reels, and YouTube Shorts. Ooh. And uh, let me tell you, if you are sitting down and making just one type of content in uh, when you're creating your content, yeah, um, you are missing out you're on missing some out big time, big time on some good opportunities, some huge dividends, yes, some huge paybacks mm -hmm. with your time and with your effort and with your struggle that goes into it as well too. Mm -hmm. And if you've listen to our podcast or watch our podcast at all, you know that we're huge advocates of getting you out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. in front of a microphone and in front of a camera as quick as possible. The, mm -hmm. the quicker we can make that happen, the better. And if you really want to see some tremendous growth happen for whatever your content strategy is, whether it's maybe you're, you're building a team to do your content marketing for you or whatever it is, then this, this is such the trend because mm -hmm. I think of it as the ultimate content marketing strategy. Yeah. And so it's something that we teach and we've really, you know, I, I think uh, just we feel so close to. So, of course, we're going to put that one on there because a podcast can be the cornerstone. It can be the everything mm -hmm. for your content. And I love this for busy new business owners, work from home yeah, new business owners, side hustlers, um, and for a lot of our people that we love and that we serve so much. Mm -hmm. It's perfect for that because sometimes you're only going to have a very limited amount of time to make your content. And truly, 
you can just take two days a two month, days. Mm-hmm. two days a month, and then either one person on your team or two people on your team, ideally, would be the best. But mm-hmm. and an editor, and an editor, a video editor can also edit the audio things that they need to for you as yeah. well. Once they're in their editing video, mm-hmm. and then yeah. a community manager, sorry, somebody sorry. to yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a community <I> manager <laughs> to obviously you're we excited for your response. Say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll let you talk now. So. This is the process that we go through every time we plan our content for Content Jefe, mm-hmm. which I think is just, it's been brilliant and it's been uh, generating tons of results for us. Yeah. And what we do is that we do our keyword research that is just mandatory for um, our YouTube channel, Pod Sounds Cool, and for uh, Content Jefe. Yeah, and that's more of like a quarterly thing. That's a monthly, more like, a yeah, monthly, I would say like monthly. monthly. So we have yeah. a list of keywords and then from those keywords, then we create episodes. And usually, like uh, Stephen was saying, it takes us a day to prepare the outlines for those episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, there are some episodes that we decide that we're not going to be using keywords just because we want to be uh, talking, sharing something with you that is super important that you need to know. And it's not necessarily a hot keyword for for to grow our channel, but we still want to share that information that we include those kinds of episodes too. Or when we are sharing something personal or something like real that is being happening to us that I think is important to share, then we don't use keywords, but mostly we use keywords. Yeah. And um, after we um, use those, have those keywords, then we just uh, create an outline. I don't know if you can see it. Probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But we create uh, four outlines because we batch record our podcast. After that process is is done, then the next day we batch record our our four pod, four podcast episodes. Four podcast mm-hmm. episodes. Sometimes I plan the episodes uh-huh. and I outline the episodes, or sometimes it's, it's Stephen doing that work. We usually share it. Split. We it in usually half. share it. But and yeah, you'd want to do four in one sitting, and then that frees up a whole month of content for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, Stephen does all of the. All the things here mm-hmm. so they are organized and set up yeah and that is something that we've simplified you don't have to go outrageous with your set or your design mm-hmm. but then yeah we batch record for and because we're on video we also change our outfits four mm-hmm. times so that we don't have a, because okay and then because we're going to have a lot of content that comes from one episode yeah and there's a process that we go through um mm-hmm. before we send the files to the editors which is something that you could do you notice we have two microphones here uh, and this is going to be different depending on your setup. But mm-hmm. if you want to know specifically for our setup, we have two microphones that are going into on separate tracks. So then I will process the audio um, in our Pod Sound School manner of getting mm-hmm. the audio perfect and prepped for a podcast episode. Then what our editors get is they get the files that the camera is recording. And then they get the audio file that has been treated in the computer as a stereo audio file that's just ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then when they pull the audio and the video into their editing program, they sync up the audio with the video is what they call it. And they dump the audio that's on the camera because that audio is far away from us and typically camera microphones mm-hmm. are garbage, right? Yeah, so that's get, the whole reason why we're That's using. why we use these. So yeah. now what we have is we have really good crystal clear treated audio to go with our video so they can cut the video mm-hmm. like they would to make a nice video podcast episode and when they're done we also have the audio of that video that serves perfectly for an audio podcast mm-hmm. and that's why you may be listening on apple or you may be watching this on spotify and that's how we do it and then the final step after that 
is that um, we also have a shorts editor mm -hmm. who takes the full length video and splits it up into bite-sized pieces and you know makes the the decision of when he thinks that those are good places to cut mm -hmm. and that now we have a whole week's worth mm -hmm. of short videos that can be distributed to mm -hmm. YouTube, Instagram and TikTok mm -hmm. all off of one podcast episode. So now we have a full-length podcast episode that's going on YouTube and Spotify as a video podcast and an audio podcast that goes to all the other audio podcast players that's available anywhere you listen. And we have, you know, upwards of five short videos, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that mm -hmm. can go out on all those platforms. Yeah. And so with two days of with work, two days a, of work month. a month. Mm -hmm. So that right there is incredible content marketing strategy. You're everywhere mm -hmm. and you're always showing up and you're not, you know, having to do more than two days a month of work that you can put towards your own content marketing strategy. So for the for the indie independent entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. for the brand new business owners, for the freelancers, for the, you know, stay at home moms who are doing a side hustle. A side hustle, yeah. Like this is your strategy for 2023. Mm -hmm. And we are your go-to coaches for that. And we have coaching programs. We're actually really excited this year mm -hmm. for 2023. <laughs> We're opening the doors. Our perfectionism finally got pushed out. Uh, we've been developing this coaching program for an entire year. Well, um, it's not professionalism. It's like we wanted to create something that was truly, truly needed. And truly and, uh, simplified. Simplified. Uh -huh. We've tried different things until uh -huh. we came up with the best formula that is going to save people time. It's pretty cool. And that is going to allow them to create like really, really good quality content. Yeah. The, so the stipulations that we set when we were designing this was simplicity, first mm -hmm. and foremost, and speed which means like the stress of your workflow, right? And then like how much time you have to put into your content, that marketing it has to be quick. Mm -hmm. And then also quality, meaning professional sound and video quality. So how do you prioritize professional quality so that you can stand out as a professional content? Your content looks better than all the other content people see and sounds as good and as rich as all the professionals. But then do it in a way that is feasible mm -hmm. so that you don't lose all your hair, your wife and your kids in the process, <laughs> you know, and that you could continue to live life and enjoy yourself and actually achieve the freedom that all this entrepreneur stuff is supposed to give us anyway. Yeah. So we got your back. Go to the link in the description of this episode mm -hmm. for more information. Also follow us on social media uh -huh. at Pod Sound School. Also, if you're looking for a good go-to container for your agua <laughs> or for your water, Stanley. look no further than Stanley. And Stanley, <laughs> if you are watching this, please, we buy more of your products than the common person. I have a problem. <laughs> Veronica brings home a new Stanley every day, Stanley. They come in multiple colors and sizes. I remember when my grandfather would drink his coffee out of the old Stanley cups. Man, have they modernized, but still that same classic classic style strong good handles uh, we're really looking for a nice affiliation with stanley <laughs> but this is not sponsored by stanley it's not let us know what you think about uh, this episode mm -hmm. and we uh, hope to see you around see ya bye